You're listening to Radio Influence. Initiate procedure. Okay, the MJ Radio Network. We are go. Stand by for the MJ Morning Show. MJ Morning Show podcast number 33. Froggy, what the hell is your deal? How do you go on vacation? How do you not tell us last week for last week's podcast? This is podcast number 33. On 32 last week, Froggy finally gets an email out. Hey, guys, sorry. Uh, I'm on vacation. The internet doesn't work. I can't text. My phone doesn't work. How do you tell us this the day of the recording, like an hour before? Well, it's very simple. That's when I found out that I didn't have the capabilities, internet-wise, to be on the show. I couldn't. I can't. You saw. I sent you a, a an image of the amount of text I sent you guys. Right. Hey. Okay, I can't hook up. Hey, it's not working. Yeah, but Froggy, not it's, sent, it's not your sent, not Froggy, sent. So Fro- you know what? Get off it. Froggy, it's your father-in-law's place. Didn't you ascertain prior? Do you guys have internet that works? Didn't you ask simple, basic questions? Okay, I don't know what ascertain really means, but I'm sure it means something like, no, I, I, I've been there year after year, okay? And it's there's one section of the house that has good internet, one section that doesn't. And then I, I ascertained to myself. I said, this section of the house is where I'm going to podcast from. And then when I hooked it up, I couldn't get the internet. I couldn't I couldn't ascertain anything. <laughs> Wait, so now you're using the word ascertain. By the way, I think Michelle finds it very funny that you don't know what the word ascertain means. It's, I know what it means. <laughs> it's just comical to hear him use that kind of language, you know, in a completely like non- the way, not not the definition that it's, yeah. uh, you know. I'm going to re-spell. Michelle, you're babbling and you're making an ascertain <laughs> well, of yourself. I, I, I also, I'm also thinking to myself, wasn't that maybe Kim's like secret plan all along to get you somewhere where there was no internet, where she could spend some time with you? You guys are like, you know, taking a break from social media or, or you know, being tethered to your no. electric. No. no? My yeah. wife wants nothing to do yeah. with me. By, by the way, Farrell, you stole my joke because I was going to say that I was going to re-spell the word ascertain and, and spell it A-S-S as an ass. But right, Froggy's here this week after completely disappearing <laughs> last week. So you were able to get, what, email off occasionally? Yeah. Once in a while, if I drove into town, they had a couple little, you know, and especially with the COVID stuff, this place is shut down. I mean, it's in the mountains, and there's nothing really going on anyway. But when there's COVID going on, there's really nothing going on. So I had to drive into town just to send you guys a couple texts here and there saying, you know, I can't be on the show. What's going on? How was it? How terrible was the podcast without me? Oh, my God, it was that bad without me. Jesus, delete it. <laughs> it was a great podcast. Wait, you're telling me you haven't listened to last week's podcast? You had like a 12-hour drive back from North Carolina, wherever the hell you were, and you didn't listen to the podcast on the way back? I, I like to listen to white noise when I'm in the car with my wife. <laughs> what, so you can fall asleep while driving? Yes. <laughs> oh no, she drove. She drives. I don't drive. All right, let me play a couple of voicemails right off the bat. You know, I've been so derelict in my responsibilities. We have a a ton of voicemail from listeners, and I thought I'd play a few here that are kind of clogged up. 
And remember, we listen to all your voicemails. We'll play some of them. If you have a comment, a question, if you remember something great, if you want to offer us some material for the podcast, call the MJ Morning Show hotline at 813-467-6290. That's 813-467-6290. That is the number for the MJ Morning Show podcast. Yeah, so I was just wondering about the Skunk Ape Man and if you could play any old material from that or maybe even catch up with him. See if you ever caught the Skunk Ape. All right, have a great one. Bye. <laughs> hey, Fester, it's a great idea. Why don't you get a hold of the Skunk Ape dude and, and see what's going on? Maybe get him on the podcast. Is he still alive? You know what? I think he might be. I, I was just reading a thing online about odd facts of Florida and it was like an online list, like a BuzzFeed type list. And it had him on it, David Sheely. That's right, David Sheely, the skunk ape guy. So why don't you reach out and maybe we'll get him on one of the podcasts. I will. I'm writing his name down right now. Do you still have that blow dart gun that he gave you? No, <laughs> I oh, wish I did. Damn it. That's right. That thing was awesome. He, he sold blow dart guns in his <laughs> in his gift shop. He, he had a gift shop like the Tiger King dude. Remember? I'm sorry to tell you. Folks, I want you to hear it from me first. A tiger ripped my zookeeper's arm off. <laughs> Would you like a refund or a rain check? <laughs> he was like the Tiger King before the Tiger King. He was. David Shealy, the skunk ape guy. That's pretty funny. All right, here's the next voicemail. Let's see what this one says here. MJ, this is a longtime listener, Greg Carfano. I was wondering if you could play the bit where your wife had called OJ. That was absolutely hysterical. I have uh, two sons in the Navy in California, and they're listening to your podcast. Thank you. You know, that is on, I think, our first CD. Festa, do you remember the call? And it was a number of calls. Michelle, you remember that you called OJ numerous times? I got to be honest. I don't remember. Oh, come on. We called OJ. We had OJ's home number, and we would call. I remember. Yeah. This was well after the trial. He was home. Was I'm trying to remember the time frame, but we would call him up and he'd like, oh, man, how you doing? And then you'd say, hey, why'd you kill your wife? And then he would hang up the phone. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Around, around the Jerry Seinfeld calls? Was it around that time? I think it was, it was before that. It was. Before, it was. I've got that on the first CD. I just don't happen to have the first CD with me, but uh, that's a great idea. Hey, MJ and crew. This is Justin from St. Louis. Quick story. I had moved down to West Palm Beach. I was in the military. On the final shows of the actual MJ morning show in Tampa, um, I think Fester had randomly said you guys were holding a parade, and stupid young Justin, who I think I was 24 at the time, uh, was like, well, a parade? I'm going to show up at the parking lot. I was there at like 4 o'clock in the morning, and hell if there wasn't a parade, so I called in, and then I got called a jackass by Fester, and he probably... Had, I don't think he remembers this, but I, we were playing words with friends. I remember that game. And, uh, yeah, he called me a jackass. I sat in the parking lot until you guys were done. I drove all the way back to West Palm Beach, you prick. Anyway, <laughs> I'm back up in St. Louis now and uh, love the show, love listening to it. Um, I guess I'll catch you guys on the flip side. And, uh, Froggy, what the hell? Why aren't you here this, uh, this, this week? We'll catch you next week. See ya. <laughs> All right. So, Fessa, do you really call the guy a jackass? He showed up to the parking lot thinking that there was going to be an MJ Morning Show parade, and then 
he calls up and you answer the phone and you call them a jackass? Do you remember that? Listen, pal, I've called so many people jackasses. <laughs> I don't remember that. I apologize. I mean, listen, I was a big jerk back then and now I'm still a jerk, but not quite as bad. Yeah, I mean, is that unlike Fester, really? <laughs> Treating somebody like trash? Come on. Hey, did you guys see my cops episode or my live PD episode where I uh, videoed the guy getting arrested in Manhattan last week? Yeah, where right. do you live? It is nonstop <laughs> craziness with you. You need your own live MJ, like live PD. You need live MJ. MJ PD. You know the deal with live PD, A&E canceled it because of the whole George Floyd aftermath, which, listen, I'm very sensitive to the George Floyd matter, and George Floyd clearly should be alive. The knee should not have been on the neck for seven minutes and 46 seconds. But I don't think you need to cancel live PD, and they did. I'm sure it's going to turn up somewhere. I want to roll this here, guys. So, Froggy, you saw the video, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I'm a big follower of the uh, Schnitt uh, Twitter there. Yeah, my Twitter, folks, if you're not following me on Twitter and Instagram, you don't know what you're missing out. So on uh, Twitter, give me a follow, at Todd Schnitt, at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T on Twitter, and my Instagram, which I do a bunch of Instagram lives, my Instagram is at Certified Todd Schnitt. So just put the word certified in front of Todd Schnitt. So here's the audio. I captured this because I'm walking down the street. I just dropped the car off in the parking garage. I'm walking home a couple blocks away, and there's a guy who's getting handcuffed by the NYPD. They're putting him in the police car. And then as I cross the street, I can see that there's this young woman who is walking across the crosswalk and she's crying. She's got tears streaming down her eyes. And the, the guy's kind of yelling to her. So it was pretty quick to realize that yeah, that's the girlfriend and he's telling her what to do. I think he's trying to yell like what precinct they're taking him to. He shoplifted. He stole. And this is what I found out because I interrogated the woman, the girlfriend. <laughs> I I start asking her questions, so I ca I capture the NYPD putting this guy into the squad car or getting ready to load him in, and then I ask the woman this. Here's the audio. Why is he getting arrested? He stole one bag of candy. He stole a bag of candy. Yeah. Really? He stole a bag of candy, and she's like, he stole a bag of no. candy. No, no. Notice, she what? said. He stole one bag of candy. <laughs> just one. Just, just one. one. He just stole one bag of candy. Well, there we go. Guy stole a bag of candy, apparently at the Dwayne Reed. And uh, they're taking him away. So, what, he, he stole a bag of candy at the Dwayne Reed? Or the... Wow. Really? All right. A bag of candy. Yeah, he can't... Oh, yeah. He, that was one thing. He was going to steal food for us, and I'm starving. Yeah. That sucks. All right. Well, good luck. You, you, yeah, but you you can't you can't steal. You know, there are good shelters in the city. If you guys are hungry, go to the shelters. All right. All right. There are really good shelters. You just can't steal. All right. My family volunteers at these shelters. All right. I don't have ID right now. All right. Well, good luck. I wish her good luck. Hey, so what do you think about me like counseling her? What do you think about me like uh, telling her you can't steal if you're hungry? You can't. And they stole a bag of candy at Dwayne Reed. Dwayne Reed used to be just a standalone private drug chain, and then Walgreens bought him. So it's like uh, Dwayne Reed by Walgreens now. So what, what do you think about my lecture? You, you think that was good? 
you know, I think he did the right thing by sharing a little bit of counseling and insight with this young person. Here's the thing about following MJ on Instagram. One post is him making slushies and ices. And then the next post is somebody being arrested. It's like, (laughs) it's very, it fluctuates. It's it's highs and then lows. First of all, it's not slushies. It's a Hawaiian shave ice froggy. All right. Get it right, froggy. Get it right. I'm a little surprised that you actually engaged with her, but I guess I'm also surprised that she was so forthcoming because really that's evidence. I mean, she, you know, she's she's testifying. So if the law enforcement officers or the prosecutor finds that, you know, they're going to be like, they can probably introduce that as evidence, you know, like you filming it and she's, yeah. What about some of the people on social media? I think I posted that on my Twitter feed and Instagram. So I posted that on at Todd Schnitt on Twitter and at certified Todd Schnitt on Instagram. And people were responding back. Why didn't you buy, if she's hungry, why didn't you buy her a sandwich? Uh, Michelle, your thoughts? That wasn't my first thought. Uh, My first thought was if she's so starving, why is he stealing a bag of candy? I mean, Jolly Ranchers are not going to fill me up if I'm starving. I don't know. There's there's a great little market across the street. There's a Trader Joe's. There's a ton of other stuff uh, they so could you, find in so there. So you're to... saying rip off those places? Is that, is that what you're saying? I'm, I'm I just, mean, if you're hungry. Right, if you're I'm just starving, thinking, you're, you're going to steal, steal one thing. I'm not going to steal a bag of Jolly Ranchers. Steal a rotisserie chicken. Jam right. that in your pants. Is that right. what you're saying? Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, a bag of candy, is that gonna, that's not going to take them very far. Anyway, folks, that is on my Twitter feed, or if you want to see the video, if you want to see the whole thing, it's on my Twitter feed. Just scroll down, or it's on my Instagram uh, so you can find it at Todd Schnitt Twitter, at Certified Todd Schnitt on Instagram, and give me a follow while you're there. Ladies and gentlemen, Froggy would like to make a huge announcement. His wife Kim's Peloton has arrived after, what, a, a two-month delay, a two-month wait? Listen, we're just under three months, okay? So it's, it's a two-and-a-half-month wait for this bicycle. And it's here. I mean, it's here, and uh, she's working out on it. So, but there was a, there was a, uh, there was an incident. Yeah, apparently there's a delivery incident, and Froggy said that we would all have to wait until the podcast to hear about the delivery incident. I told Michelle to come on up. That's why Michelle is here right now. I said, Michelle, they got the Peloton, which is like twenty five hundred bucks. It was delivered, but there was some kind of an accident. Froggy, would you like to explain? Because I, I, I can only imagine that you guys smashed into a wall or something. What, what, what happened? Close. What happened with the well, Peloton delivery? So after two and a half months of waiting for this Peloton, this amazing bicycle that will put you right into shape, it arrived. And come to find out that the people who delivered it will build it they build it at your place. It's, it doesn't come all built, okay? They, it comes in pieces. They build it, but they build it at your front door, okay? They won't move it anywhere. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on, man. hold on. They build it in your front? You can't say, hey, build it in this room over here? No, no, no. They build it literally. They walk in the door, and they say, we're building it right here. Okay, this is where we're building it. So... And I took a picture of it. The, the, oh. They built it right by the front door. Okay, in your house or out on like the the portico? No, in my house. In my house, right by my TV. There's a. Uh, they built it. It was a very. It's a very heavy object, the Peloton. And so, we said, "Can you move it upstairs for us? Because we want to put it in Kim's office." 
Okay, we don't want that. We don't want a Peloton in the middle of our family room where we watch TV and you know whatever. It's, it's <laughs> It's an exercise bike, you know? Oh, no, no, no. Wait, if wait. I had that kind of money, I'd leave it in my living room. Hey, uh, well, hold on. <laughs> Did they build it, like, right, like, blocking the front door? I mean, where, where do they decide where they're going to build it? How do they arbitrarily say, we're building it right here and we're not putting it anywhere else? How do they decide where they're going to build it? What if you have a, they like... They walked what, in the door. What, what, hold on a minute. What if you have a 95-year-old grandmother in a wheelchair and they're going to be blocking her access? I mean, you got to be able to tell them where you want them to build the Peloton. That's what I was thinking, but... But they don't do that. They walk in the door, four steps, we're building it right here. And that's what they do. (laughs) And I looked up online how to move a Peloton, and there's 17,000 steps on how to move a Peloton. Okay? These things are... You would think it was like a diamond you're carrying across your family room. What about saying to the Peloton delivery guys, hey, guys, here's an extra 20 or 30 bucks Whip out some cash and just ask them to move it where you want it. What, what, dude? Come on! Are you nuts? I'm not tipping these idiots. <laughs> Are you crazy, Michelle? Please. Well, I knew you were going to say twenty because I'm thinking in the back of my mind, why would they move it just for twenty bucks? You would need to offer them something a little more. It sounds like yeah, it's a heavy, bucks. heavy, you know, piece of machinery that, right. you know. Like they don't I, I just drop find it. it unbelievable that Peloton won't move your bicycle wherever you want. Right, so that f- they come into your house and they build it and they walk away and they go, all right, so, saw yours. And where did you want it moved? We want it up in Kim's office, which is uh, in the second story oh, upstairs. Upstairs, all right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Michelle, would you want a Peloton in your family room right by your TV where where? Instantly, when people come into your house, they see, oh, Peloton, okay. Nobody comes in my house, so. <laughs> Seriously. Hypothetically Seriously. speaking, Michelle. <laughs> you, the two of you know that. Um, yeah, no, not in front of the TV in the family room, I would guess no. No, of course not. All right, so Froggy, what happened? Kim, my lovely wife, decided to ask me to help her. And I just want to say, I want to, pre- I want to, is it preface this? I want a preference? Is there a preface? <laughs> oh, Jesus. Preface. preface. It's preference. It's, it's okay, preference. I want to preface this by all, saying I had three all, all, Hold on a sec. All of us are giving him a different answer. It's preface, Froggy. It's, You're right. You're right. No, preface it by saying I had no, three no, games. No. Froggy, it's preface. I want to preface is how you say it. Predicate. Okay, I want to preference this by saying <laughs> I had three Jamesons by this point. Okay? <laughs> I didn't want to move it. I wanted to wait to the next day. I wanted to call Big Lou. Everybody knows Big Lou, my best friend. I wanted to call him. I wanted I wanted us to move it together. He's a big strong guy. No, Kim wanted to wait till I had three Jamesons in my system and then asked me to move it. So we move it. It's on wheels. The front two the front of it is on two wheels. So you sort of tip it and roll it. Yeah, but you gotta carry it up how many flights of stairs? Fourteen stairs. Not not many. All right, go ahead. So I was a little drunk and I forgot about my carpet. I rolled it. And I hit the lip of the carpet, and it sort of tilted, and the screen... Froggy, how much damage is on the Peloton now? Well, here's the thing. We hit the lip of the carpet. It tipped over. The screen sort of hit the floor, and the weight of the Peloton, which is a few hundred pounds, it must be, (laughs) sort of bent the screen. Oh, Oh my God. (laughs) You broke it in five minutes? (laughs) We oh waited for this thing for three months. We broke it in five minutes. Oh, my God. 
so the screen sort of bent a little bit. What did Kim do? She lost her shit. I mean, she lost her mind. <laughs> right. <laughs> she lost her mind. We've been waiting for this thing for three months. We get it, and in five minutes, the screen's bent in half. You dumbass. Okay. Oh, right. no. Does the screen work, though? Does the screen, the screen works? She, I, I'm insisting. Here's the. Here's where we have a uh, like we're butting heads. She wants another guy to come out, take this one, take it back, bring another one. How long is that going to take, MJ? Uh, six months? Well, hold on a minute. What are you going to say? Why would you need another one? What would you say to Peloton? They're going to know that it was in perfect shape when the guy set it up. Those guys are going to say there wasn't a scratch on this thing. Well, I'm going to say, why won't your guys move our bicycle? Number one. Number two. I saw one of your guys knock it over and break the screen. <laughs> How about that? I don't know how I'm going to handle it. Oh. But I think the screen the screen is a little off color. The top of it is perfect colored, and the bottom of the screen is a little dark. Oh, <laughs> so, so when you're watching a workout, the bottom of the, you know, it doesn't, it's, it, you can tell it's messed up. But I think it's fine. No. Kim wants to Kim wants to order another one. Yes. It's been a fight. No, the screen is the screen is like the most important element because it provides the technology that they're I think being sued over, you know, by another company. Right. So the screen is like instrumental to your workout. I mean, you have to have it and it provides all of the feedback and the no kidding. the ranking with the other people who are doing those workouts or the the ride, the cycle with you. So the screen needs to work, Froggy. We have been looking. Did, Michelle, didn't you say you take the classes? Because we've been looking for you in the. Uh, in, I haven't taken a in class the in the little a while. mirrors. Yeah, no. <laughs> Michelle used to go to the main studio. What, what's her name? Was the famous one? What's her name? Robin. Yeah, so Michelle used to go to the actual studio. That's in what Chelsea? Where is it? Chelsea. Yeah, mm-hmm. in uh, Manhattan. And with COVID nineteen, she hasn't been there obviously in a while. I don't think they're having customers and clients in there for quite some time. All well, the gyms are still closed. So, well, for all you, let us know what you're going to do, and let me know how that phone well, call. What do you think, MJ? I, I like to go to you for for advice on stuff like this. Like, would you send this back and wait six months? For another one, or would you just roll with it? Well, before, before MJ butts in with this, listen, Froggy, what makes this thing a $3,000 bike is that screen. <laughs> Otherwise, it's just Shh. a stationary bike you could have bought for $7.99 at Sears. <laughs> Go That's on true. A, that on screen a... is the thing. Oh, All right, right, so, so the different colors, big deal. <laughs> Kim must be apoplectic. She's so pissed. I mean, she she's about to leave me. She hates me. She didn't really like you that much before. <laughs> but you got her a $3,000 bike, so she put up with your ass. Now <sighs> even that's broken. Oh, my God. Uh, we'll see. You can move in here if you want, man. Come on over. All right, yeah, I'll be right over after the podcast, everybody. Make me up a bed, please. Yeah, you got it. I'll make up Hudson's toddler bed for you. Hey, MJ, I was online, and I was looking up the Bluesmobile. Right, I wanted to see if there's any pictures of the Bluesmobile online, and something popped up. You know, like you type in like MJ or MJ Morning Show, and then like Google pops up suggestions of questions. So I guess I typed in MJ Morning Show Todd Schnitt Bluesmobile, but before I got to that on that the display screen, it said Todd Schnitt Celebrity Net Worth, and it has a whole write up on you. Have you seen this yet? Oh, not that thing again. Yeah, there's some kind of a really dorky alleged celebrity net worth website. Michelle, you've seen that in the past. Remember that? 
Yeah, I think we. I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, That's the website name: celebritynetworth.com. I know you have a high net worth, but the whole celebrity part throws me <laughs> well, off. Hold on, nobody knows my net worth except my wife and. Uh, I, I don't think I even know really. <laughs> and my, you know, financial people. So. Uh, my forensic account will find out yeah, for you, Michelle. Yeah. Fester, <laughs> what are we at? Like two fifty, two hundred fifty thousand. Fester, what does it say? What? what, what All right, it, so it says it says celebrity. Wait, wait, wait. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. A million dollars. Okay. So the question that popped up on In Google was, how much is Todd Schnitt worth? And it had a little arrow. So I click it, and it said Todd Schnitt's net worth and salary. <clears throat> Todd Schnitt is an American radio host who has a net worth of. Two million dollars. Where is that money? (laughs) Where is that money? I am going shopping tomorrow. (laughs) Oh my god! It says that your salary is five hundred thousand, and your net worth is two million. First of all, first of all, where's? Wait a minute. I've got questions. Where's the money going, and where is the money that's there? Didn't we talk about this on the air like years ago, like ten or twelve years ago? This came up, and these sites are so off. They're so wrong. I don't know where they would get the information. There is no way they have any information on, number one, my yearly salary, and there's no freaking way they have any idea what my actual net worth is. Uh, Michelle, how do you want me to answer? Michelle knows exactly where all the money is. How how do you want me to answer? Do I, though? (laughs) As far as you know. Uh, How do you want me to answer this? I'll say it's wrong, right? I don't know. Is it wrong? <laughs> Stop playing. You know, <laughs> I picture you guys like the Sopranos. You remember when Carmela found Aunt, or, uh, uh, Tony's big stash in the backyard? In the, du- in in the duck feed. It was, it was in the duck feed, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, what and there? she would take 100000 <laughs> once in a while for when she needed it. <laughs> didn't, didn't he have bags of duck feed in some kind of a outdoor, like, wooden... Uh, some kind of a like a, a what what do you call that? Like a a yeah, shed, it was like an outdoor little pool pump house. Yeah, it was like right by the pool. And he had bags. She would of- go and take a hundred grand when she needed it. That's <laughs> yeah, why. That's right. So that's so that's where I should be looking in some some feed bucket in the backyard. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeding the <laughs> ducks. Carmella, I think you've been taking some of the money. <laughs> Oh, that uh, is a terrible impression uh, of Tony Soprano. Terrible impression. Uh, Michelle, <laughs> you're, you're, Italian. you're the lawyer, Michelle. How, how should I answer Fester's question on this stupid net worth site? Um, it's not a question as much as it is just I'm letting you know this is in the world. Anybody who types in your name into Google, they suggest this as one of the possible finishing questions. What is Todd Schnitz's net worth? Everybody thinks you're worth two mil. No contest. No contest? <laughs> what? <laughs> No low. You mean comment? What, what you, no low contendry. No, what, what are no you saying, contendry. Michelle? What are you saying? You're asking me how to plead. I don't know. You're not guilty. You're not not guilty. So I guess you are no contest well, on this. What I'm saying. We're we talking about MJ releasing a a crank call CD every couple of years. MJ, or are we talking about because those were you know those are the big money days. Big days. I'm telling you right now that the number is wrong. So I'm telling you that the salary is wrong. I'm telling you that the net worth that they're suggesting is wrong. I'm not going to tell you if it's high. I'm not going to tell you if it's low. I'm just going to tell you that it's wrong. And those websites, they don't know jack crap. For some celebrities or movie stars, if it's publicized, how much money they're making for all of their movies. And some of these sites want to try to figure out and add up 
public information on what they've actually made or if you've got a major league ball player or uh an nfl player that signs a, a 10-year deal like uh mahomes for instance didn't he do, what did he just sign like some crazy what did he do half a billion deal dollar sports. deal 500 million dollar yeah, deal right. to play for like a decade right so that's a publicized number but none of my numbers have ever been publicized on any of my radio contracts or my side businesses so I'm going to tell you right now, Festa, that those numbers are absolute garbage. Those numbers are absolute crap. Oh, Fester, he's so, doing really bad. You want to so offer you, him a sales job? You're saying I can't borrow a hundred grand? Is that I, what you're saying? I'm just telling you that those numbers are wrong. I'm not going to tell you if they're way high, or I'm not going to tell you if they're way low. <laughs> MJ, have you ever thought of a career in the world of shelves? <laughs> Yes. <laughs> hey, uh, Froggy, you sent me this image. I'm, I'm looking at this picture right now. I'll show it to Michelle. Froggy, uh, Michelle, did you know that Froggy's this crazy metal detector at the beach? Did you know that? No, he's mentioned no, it before. No, it's not just the beach. It's not just the beach. I, I'm, a under, I'm an underwater metal detector, which means I go underwater. You've seen my gun that I found, right? which I don't have possession of right now. Yeah, I mean, I've seen some of the things that you've collected. So, Michelle, Froggy sends me this image right here. Take a look at this. He found this in North Carolina last oh, week. Yeah, wow. look at that. So last week, he's in Brevard, North Carolina. That's why he wasn't on the podcast and went on vacation, didn't even tell us until day of. Hey, guys, I, I can't connect to the podcast. So he found this while, Froggy, you were in the bottom of a lake and you found this? Yes, I was eight feet deep in a lake in Brevard, North Carolina, and I had my little handheld metal detector as well as my pinpoint metal detector, and I was looking for just treasures. You know, I I like to magnet fish, and I like to metal detect for treasures. I found a lot of coins, and I came across a lot of toy cars. As you see right here, I have some of my Toy cars. This is a Hot Wheel from 1966. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Where'd you find that? Same lake. You found the, the Same hot exact lake. The Hot Wheel car is not totally, completely rusted to nothing after after all those years in a lake. It was from 1960s. It was in a freshwater lake in North Carolina. It's not going to get. You know, it's not salt water. Oh my it's God! But still, why doesn't it oxidize? Yeah, Come on, water look rusts. at that, baby. Look at that. That is a treasure. But when I found that bracelet, that that's finding gold right there. That thing's got to be worth. That thing is an ancient bracelet. It had to have been worn by some sort of Egyptian or it almost has alien no. markings. No, no, no. You know what it is? It, it looks Aztec-y. It looks like it's sort yes. of an Aztec eagle. Yes. Hold on Aztec. a minute. Uh, Froggy, hold on a minute. I put this Did out. You on, post it? I posted it on my Twitter feed. And I put out a tweet right at the beginning of the recording of this podcast. I put out the tweet, Froggy from the MJ Morning Show podcast found this bracelet while underwater metal detecting in a lake in Brevard, North Carolina last week. Any thoughts on what it is? Hold on. I got a bunch of responses already. Guys, I could, I could be a millionaire right now. Hang on. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Tell me. I have six responses already, Froggy. I'm telling you guys, this is some sort of like ancient alien technology bracelet oh my god listen to this hit me vintage link sunrise native american aztec eagle bracelet 
Oh my God, it's got to be worth what? These are rare. Guy sent me an image. This is one that recently sold. Holy moly. This recently <laughs> sold. Oh my God, what is it sell for? This recently sold the one that you, if it's the same thing, the same, it looks like it's $77,000. Oh my God. Are you shitting me? Tell Kim. I'm spitting all over the place. Kim! 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 Come on. Guys, it's 28 bucks. It's it's $28. I just love to hear him yell for her. (laughs) It's. I've got six responses. People are responding. It's junk, cheap. Oh, here he's, he's back. Yeah. $80,000? $77,000. Yeah. What? Yeah, seventy-seven grand. Holy shit. That is awesome. <laughs> hey, Froggy. What? It's uh, it's 28 bucks. What? It's it's tw- People have responded that it's absolute junk. It's a cheap bracelet. Here's one for sale for $28 online. Are you nuts with the with the ancient eagle? Yeah, probably cash in tickets at the arcade and get this at the junk counter. <laughs> you play some skee ball for a half an hour, exactly. and you own that bracelet. Jesus Christ, man, you had me for a second. All right, well, whatever. I mean, listen, it's still cool. It's still my most expensive find. I posted this. It's on. If you want to see the bracelet, it's on my Twitter feed. Go to at Todd Schnitt and scroll down. Damn it. Uh, at, at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T, at Todd Schnitt. Hey, Michelle, a couple of questions for you. First of all, Michelle, would you like to disclose your fixation with these potato chips and why we've got 22 no, bags no. of potato chips downstairs? No. I don't think we need to discuss my potato chip habits. Come on. What kind Ma- of potato chips do you like? Michelle, hold, hold. I don't even like potato chips, okay? Ma- guys, I've never known Michelle to eat potato chips in 26 years of marriage, and then we mm. knew each other for what, like seven years prior to that? I don't know if I've ever seen you eat potato chips. And then we were driving through Virginia, and we uh, were taking the kids to grandma's house during the whole COVID-19 thing. And we stopped at a like a uh, one of those scratch and dent one of those uh, you know those grocery stores where they sell like dented cans and stuff that's expired. You know, you know what I'm talking about the dent. I've place? never bought food from a scratch and dent place. <laughs> but the, I bought a I bought a refrigerator for my garage from the scratch uh, and dent lot, but not a, not a pan of food. Like at the beginning of COVID nineteen, remember right. I bought I bought a case of Gatorade that was like two months expired. Right. Remember. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I mean, we didn't we didn't know what the hell was. We we're in Winchester, Virginia. We drove uh, within like an hour and a half of Michelle's mom's place, and she picked the kids up in Winchester. And then this was at the beginning of COVID nineteen back in March, and we stopped. What was the name of the place? Sharp Sharp Shopper. Yes. Sharp, and it's just this like crazy surreal kind of grocery store where. Man, they had some good price. Remember the Palmy yeah. Italian uh, tomatoes? I mean, you'll get botulism, but you no, know. no. But I, th- I think they were like, were they expired or like a month away from expiration right. or something? Clo- they were very close to expiration. Right, but the Palmies are like what, like two ninety nine or three fifty nine, and these things were like what eighty nine cents or something. Are I mean, you seriously asking me what, no, what stuff costs anyway, in the grocery store? So, but they have fresh stuff as well. <laughs> And they had a snack aisle with all fresh bags of of potato chips and cheese doodles and all kinds of Doritos and everything. And Michelle, what attracted you to this bag of potato chips? Well, I'd had them one time before. Oh, that's right. At Randall's Island. At, at Randall's Island at the snack bar, they had these, right? Yes, yes. 
What brand are they? They're Route 11. Have you, you ever, I've find never them. heard of those. I know. You won't what? find them there. They were so delicious. I took a picture of the bag. I never even eat potato chips, but I was starving. And Julian, like, he got a snack, maybe like a sandwich, and the chips came with it. And I was like, you know what? I'll just have a couple of chips hold me over till dinner or whatever. They were so delicious. And I've been looking for them ever since. And so here we were in this Winchester grocery store. And wouldn't you know, they had them. And so I just bought a bunch of bags. They had a whole display of these things. And these things, they had the giant bag. They had the huge, like, party size bag. So Michelle bought, wouldn't you buy 10 bags the first time? I did. And then, and then when we picked up Chloe, your mom picked up 20 something bags. Yes. Holy crap. So we've got all these bags of Route 11, and she's rationing them. So, you know, there is like a best buy date of, I think, October. Oh, whatever. <laughs> you can buy these online, morons. You know that, right? But they're like they're, super they're, expensive, and then they're going to be shipped, and you don't know if they're going to get crunched or if the, you know, yeah, guy dropped them. Okay, first of all, a six about ounce bag from the store. A fast. six ounce bag. Uh, you get 12 of them for 35 bucks. Oh, my so God. That's outrageous. You're worth $2 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, 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 you can't uh, afford $3 freaking potato chips. And it, <laughs> Michelle bought the big bag. She bought, like, the pound bags. And let me tell you right now, these, these are really good potato chips. They're kettle cooked. They're light. Oh, kettle. I was wondering. Okay. They're, they're now li- we're talking. They're lightly salted with, I think they claim it's like, uh, evaporated, dried Salt Lake City salt bed salt, and it's just lightly salted, and they they are really good. They're made in Virginia. They're made on Route 11 in Virginia somewhere. Where, where is it? Jackson, Virginia. Yeah, I don't know where that is, but I did look it up. Wait, on they're li- salted in Salt Lake City and made in Virginia? No, no, no. They get the salt from Utah. It's like dried lake oh, bed okay. salt that, or something. That sounds good. And it's, it the, the chips are delicious. I did actually look it up. Michelle, they do have a factory tour, but I think it shut down during COVID-19. Uh, oh, sorry, damn it. Yeah, it's but, Mount Jackson. I'm sorry. Oh, so it's Mount Jackson, Virginia. Ma- Mount Jackson, Virginia. Yeah, I still don't know where it is. But hey, Michelle, uh, have you like calculated how many calories you've sucked down, or have you put on any weight because of this Route Eleven potato chip fascination? Do I look like I've put on any weight? <laughs> no, it looks like you lost weight yeah, actually. Yeah, exactly. Is, is that the, exactly. Is that the right answer? That's. I think that's the right answer. <laughs> as long as she eats the chips and then gets on the Peloton with her Peloton boyfriend and works off the weight, <laughs> it's all good. Guys, while I have Michelle here, guess what Michelle became fascinated with because she kept seeing the promos during the Sunday Law and Order marathons on Michelle. What's the name of the network? Is it We TV? We TV. Have you guys ever heard of Love After Lockup? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We like like you 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 pen pal somebody and you fall in love with them and you meet them after you're out. Yeah. And then it follows them around. Right. Yeah. I've only seen commercials for it. All right. So listen to this. Oh, my God. Michelle is just glued to the Law and Order marathons. They run like uh, every hour on Wii TV on Sunday. So this noise, we end up hearing that about 4,000 times during the, <laughs> the course of Sunday. Or And then Michelle, she commandeers the TiVo and records like every single episode. So my TiVo is all jammed up. And they keep running the promos for Love After Lockup, the new season. I guess this has been on for like 
two previous seasons, Michelle, right? Uh, who knew? I, I was unaware until this situation. So Michelle sets the TiVo to record Love After Lockup. I guess the first premiere episode for season three was, uh, what, last Friday? Friday, Friday night, yeah, 9, last, 9 p.m. Last Friday night. And we're sitting there. We, we On Saturday, we watched Love After Lockup. And I'm like, you know, I got to be honest. It wasn't for for scripted reality television you know that a lot of reality television folks is just scripted beyond belief in fact scripted tv like law and order might be less scripted than some of the reality television (laughs) but i i gotta be honest though it it was somewhat intriguing it was somewhat interesting well because even though it's scripted you're still premising the script upon a real situation Right. Like this person who is not incarcerated somehow reached out or used that that there's some kind of a dating app uh, for those who are incarcerated. So they connect on this dating app. So you're taking somebody who's on the outside. They connect with somebody on the inside and then they're going to hook up after the person gets out. But there's all these prison visits with these prison visit pictures that look like they're at some kind of a prom with their hands around each other and they're kissing and. And then you hear the conversations about what's going to happen when they get out or what the person expects is going to happen when they get out. Yeah, but what they've done is they lay out all these stories and all these little cliffhangers. So now you got to like watch the whole rest of the season to see what happens to see, you know, here's some 50 year old guy who uh, was just kind of a freaky looking dude and meets a 27 year old. And she's like, what, what were her issues? What was she in prison? I think she was methamphetamine and took the cops for like a 100-mile uh, ride. Chase, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> 27-year-old meth dealer. Yeah. And, you know, sending this girl like thousands and thousands of dollars in prison. And I'm sure a lot of these these prison hotties, you know, I'm doing air quotes here. I'm sure a lot of these prison honeys are just, uh, you know, using these uh, guys to send money. And then when they get out, they're not going to want anything to do with these uh, stooges that just got used. Well, I don't know. Are there any of the the prison or the jail guy, uh, like male? Yes. Females on the outside? Yes. There was one where the girl was like, you know, she was looking around online. She stumbled upon his, um, I, I don't think she found him on the app necessarily. She found him maybe like on Facebook. And so then she did some more digging because he was like the hottest guy she had ever seen. Man, she was into him right from the moment she set eyes on him on her screen. And then come to find out, uh-oh, he's in prison. But it didn't deter her. <laughs> yeah, Man, she yeah. just went after him. And yeah. she's been to see him. And I How think great. they're married. And she's Look. going to get him, I think. He's going to be released soon. And I mean, my, listen, Fester, my jaw dropped like after the first two minutes into this show. And I don't think I closed my mouth the entire time. I was just like, is, oh, my God. This is a lot more popular, popular than we think, Michelle. I just typed in apps for dating prisoners. And a, <laughs> a story comes up. From datingadvice.com, it says the 12 best free prison site dating <laughs> what? options. I had no idea there were 12. Yeah, yeah but, hold, but hold on a minute, guys. The deal here, though, is that some of the people they met on normal sites. Like, didn't one of them say, Michelle, they yeah. met on Plenty of Fish? Yeah. It, it, it wasn't all like prison 
chick websites. I think that's the one I'm talking about. She saw him on Plenty of Fish. He was the hottest one she'd ever seen. And then, you know, she did some more digging. And I think that's where she found out on Facebook that he was oh, actually in prison. So you're saying it's not like Scott Peterson where the women are attracted to Scott Peterson because he... No. No. It's not like those sickos that send all kinds of fan mail and want to marry okay. serial killers in prison. No, it's not like that. But anyway, I thought it was funny that here Michelle is a lawyer... And Michelle is watching the Law and Order Marathon. Now she's hooked and she was totally roped in by this, uh, you know, probably mostly scripted and highly edited uh, reality television show. I'll tell you what hooked me. The, the commercial for the Native American dude, which you didn't really realize he was Native American until he said it on the show on Friday, but he has set up his pickup truck as like a wedding chapel. He's like built up a, what is that thing that calls it? goes over you like a, a you know, the, the, yeah, like not like an altar, but what is that curved thing that goes a over? Like an arch. Yeah, or an arch. Oh. An arch thing. You know, he built like something like that and he decorated the side. Or in Meet the Fockers, what is it? The chupa, right? Yeah, something like that. Right. right. It was something like that. He spent 72 like, hours building that. He's decorated it. It's all in the back of his pickup truck. And, you know, he, his plan is that when he picks up the girl as she gets released, he's only got like 30 to 45 minutes before she has to get to her post incarceration. Uh, dwelling because she has to go into some kind of you know program so he has to literally pick her up drive to where the truck is parked marry her and then get her to her other place very quickly and so we all we saw so far is the preparation with the pickup truck i'm she just is, dying to you see are happening. so roped in I'm, you are totally suckered into the show jeez i don't even care entertain me that's all i care about <laughs> just oh. ent- i don't care what the premise is anymore just entertain me from the Law and Order Marathon to now Michelle is like totally locked into Love After Lockup on WeTV. Well, you watched it with me. Fester, you sent me a text. Your All buddy, right. are we going to use his name or not use his name? Or do you want to use just his first name? Or how do you want right. to handle right. this? His name? His name is JC. Right. Let me give you initials. His name is JC. JC. And he's uh, he's a very good friend of mine, right? And and he he's he's he doesn't want to be in a serious relationship with anybody, but he's uh, actively seeing somebody and having relations with this person. Oh, JC, JC. <laughs> okay. And this 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 female is a, a, apparently a lovely person, and she's in recovery. And what? She's, and she's getting help. She's, she's not wrong. Wait, what? She have back surgery? Well, why is she in recovery? She she broke she broke her arm and she's recover. She's in rehab or what? What's the no. story? She's an alcoholic. <laughs> okay. She's an alcoholic, so she's in AA. So I guess in AA, eventually you have to give a testimonial, and it was her turn to give a testimonial, and she invited him to her AA meeting on a date. Oh, wow. Oh, my God. Wow. Okay. What All a right. pain. That's pretty then, heavy. Then JC goes to this AA meeting, and he's never been to one before. Wait, I have a question before we yes. get there. Did he know he was going to an AA meeting as a date, or did, or was she like, hey, we're going to hang out on Thursday night, and then, you know. Blind when they, date. Right. No, but, he, he knew. He okay. knew. He was super supportive. Okay. You know, okay. He, he was doing everything right. All right. Okay, keep going. But he goes, he goes to the AA meeting, uh-huh. and he realizes how easy it is to pick up on women there. <laughs> oh God, that's terrible. That's so JC. Let me call him. Let me call him. Let me have him tell it to you. Oh, because wait, wait, you're gonna get him on the podcast now? I 
I told him we were going to no. talk about it. He's not going to go on the podcast. Hey, but before you call him up, Michelle, what was that TV show we used to watch? Wasn't there something we watched and there was an episode where wasn't that the gig? The guy would go to the like the NA meetings, like Narcotics Anonymous. That was part of the joke that you went there to pick up hot chicks that just had issues. It sort of sounds like in Law and Order episode. Sounds like Fight Club. I don't remember. You know, that. when he went to the met the crazy girl. No, there was some series we watched. I can't remember what it was. If if anybody remembers, drop me an email: mj at mjmorningshow.com mj at mjmorningshow.com or send us a text or leave a voicemail 813-467-6290 813-467-6290 some it was a tv series i don't know whether it was on fx or but there was something about going to like aa or na meetings to pick up hot chicks all right anyway all right fester get jc on the line go ahead hello jc this is your dear close friend fester yeah. with uh mj and froggy yeah. here Hey, JC, you sicko. Tell us about going to AA meetings to pick up hot chicks. Oh, I, I never never thought it was going to come to this. But, you know, I show up at the uh, at the meeting last week with my, you know, female friend. I wouldn't know if I'd call her, uh, you know, girlfriend. But I show <laughs> up there and no, I, I take a look around and I'm like, wow, there's a, there's a lot of attractive women in here. <laughs> so, uh, they're all very well, you know, they all came up, introduced themselves to me. It seems so friendly. And I'm like, gosh, I, I sure wish I had come alone. <laughs> it was a lot more effective. Wait, well, hold on. So you're there with one girl, but you're noticing that some of the other women there are more attractive than the girl you're with. Is that it? Oh, far. Yeah. Far more attractive. So I'm like, yeah, uh, like, I felt like I brought sand to the beach and I'm like, <laughs> I definitely, I can't go back to the same meeting, of course, because now they all know me as, as, as this, this lady, significant other, yeah, I don't even know if I call it that, oh my. I'm sure, but it, I feel like I'm, I'm definitely going to ask, and I'm, it was like shooting fish in a barrel, these women were just like coming up and so eager to talk and tell me all their... <laughs> The intimate details. Wait, I have a question. <laughs> did they think that you were there because you needed to be there, or did they know that you were there as a supportive person for this lady friend of yours? I, I don't know if it ever came up. I mean, so I, as far as they know, uh-huh. I, you know, I could have needed that being the supportive guy. Is, being the support is probably more attractive. You know, right. I'm here to support my, you know, sort of crazy yeah, girlfriend. I, I, I'm gonna have to try it from all different angles. That you know, whether it's that are trying to recover from a disease and you're looking yeah. at a, a shooting hot fish in a barrel here. I mean, all right. so uh, JC, I, hold on, hold on. Are you going to end yeah. up going, are you going to seek out other AA meetings at different locations <laughs> I, because you can't go I, to the... I, I'd be a fool not to. I, I think I, I got to at least give it a try. <laughs> I, I might I might need a wingman, you know, I don't know if I, or I... You know, unless I have to make up a, you know, because they might make me stand up and tell my story. So if I have to get up and tell a story, I don't, I'm, I, don't I don't have a drinking problem. So I, I, I have to make something up. Okay, wait, I, ha- I have a question. I have another question. Are you going to limit yourself to just AA meetings or would you branch out and do like NA meetings or, you know, anything? Well, I mean, I, yeah, sexaholic anonymous meetings, I, well, there I you probably go. fit right in. But. Yeah, well, yeah that's anonymous. right. You've got, you've got the sex, <laughs> you've got the sex addict meetings. 
and Michelle you know, N.A., which we mentioned, that's Narcotics Anonymous. You know, you, maybe you'll find yeah. a hottie with no teeth that had a big meth problem or something. <laughs> hey, he's not opposed it's, to that. It's endless, endless possibilities. And all those scabs that left scars on her face from all of the scratching because they thought they had bugs crawling all over them because they were doing all kinds of crystal meth. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I might steer clear of that. Well, that one. you know, in, seriously, in the Jeffrey Epstein Netflix documentary, one of the girls, one of Jeffrey Epstein's alleged victims, really not unattractive. She was well-spoken. You could tell she was very intelligent. But she had, like, really bad teeth, and you could see that her face was kind of scarred up, and it looked like she probably at some point had some kind of a meth problem because that's, that's one of the issues with meth that uh, I've never tried it, but I hear that if you're a meth user that you think that you're crawling with bugs sometimes and you start scratching and you, you, it's like you got mosquitoes all over you and you end up with all kinds of sores and scabs and they'll leave scars. So are you suggesting yeah, I, that that's where he goes, to an NA meeting? <laughs> He's so not trying to yeah, meet and, that kind of girl. MJ, it's funny. I was at the uh, grocery store the other day, and you know, that's the, the one step back to these face masks, is I'm talking to a chick, and then we get outside, and she pulls her mask down to, to show me she's smiling, and she had a mouthful <laughs> of chiclets. And I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> I've been talking to her for 15 minutes. <laughs> hey uh jc good luck with your endeavors at alcoholic anonymous meetings to pick up hot chicks see you pal talk talk to you soon jc good talking to you again thanks for the support yeah <laughs> hey, hey, Fest, see you, buddy. Fester, by the way i know who it is yeah, he's a great guy we we had all kinds of things going on with him during the uh mj morning show years ago i know who Look, that is know, he, he's a close friend of mine now and uh he's told me this story the other yeah. day and i'm like holy crap we're gonna talk about this all right before we get out of here today a couple of stories did you hear about what happened at a verizon store out in roseville california this covid19 stuff man and people not wanting to wear masks what the hell is going by the way did you see that president trump tweeted himself in a mask today with a with a, a totally new message i saw was he wearing the black mask yeah so, I mean, this is a real about-face for President Trump. Earlier today, let me bring up his tweet. President Trump tweeted out a picture of him. It's a black-and-white photo with a dark mask. It's either black or dark blue. It's got the presidential seal on the mask. And now the president tweets out, We are united in our effort to defeat the invisible China virus. And many people say that it is patriotic to wear a face mask when you can't socially distance. There is nobody more patriotic than me, your favorite president. So, I mean, this is a total about face with Trump and face masks now because I think part of it is that the polling numbers are going way down. Probably would have been a better thing if President Trump would have worn a mask and how many more Americans that are anti-mask probably would have been pro-mask if, in fact, this had been the official line from the beginning. Anytime I see somebody without a mask, I just think they're looking for a problem. They're just looking for an issue. There were just tons of these stories about folks around the country getting into fights at Costco and Walmart and Target. This is from CBS 13 out in Roseville, California. In a 911 call, you can hear a dispatcher the operator tell an officer that three people are inside the Verizon store 
They are refusing to wear a mask. And then they're asked several times. The woman refuses. Then you got to hear what the dispatcher tells the police officers next. Listen to this. They're calling back again and advise that that female now pulled her pants down and is urinating inside the business. Oh, God. (laughs) Come on. Don't worry about it. The new iPhones are waterproof. Oh, my God. So this woman, she didn't want to wear a mask in the Verizon store. They ask her to put on a mask. She's with, like, two other people. I don't think any of them wearing masks. And she ends up getting into a fight. She pulls down her pants, and she starts peeing on the floor. So here's a woman pulling down her clothes and peeing on the floor. What is wrong with these people? Why are people anti-mask? You heard what Redfield from the CDC said. He said that if everyone in the U.S. would wear a mask for between four and eight weeks, we would probably knock this virus down significantly. We could probably get it under control. And then we've got this. They're calling back again and advise that that female now pulled her pants down and is urinating inside the business. Then there's more to the story. The Roseville police in California, they finally get to the scene and they confirmed the incident that she urinated all over the floor inside Verizon. Uh, Spokesperson Rob Becerra for the police department said they then searched her car and her car had a whole bunch of stolen items from Dick's Sporting Goods inside her vehicle. She had a car full of Dick's. (laughs) <laughs> she, 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 she had a car full of Dick's sporting goods. Oh, my God. So now that they were, the best. they were arrested, they were taken to jail. And I, I, what is the issue? Put your... Can I, ask you, uh, I, need a, I have a medical question. Yeah. Okay. Can the COVID, say somebody walked through the urination and slipped on it, fell in it, you know raved around in it is is it transmitted through urination yeah i don't know if COVID is in urine i know there was concern about the COVID virus living in feces so i but i i don't know i don't know about crap i don't know about urine anyway froggy before we get out of here today speaking of COVID, what's going on in your neighborhood froggy we found out two streets down they had a COVID party that was the title of the party covid party if you're not afraid of covid come on over guess what this this party happened two weeks ago guess what all right froggy what's the outcome three families infected with covid19 in my neighborhood three families i'm talking about kids husbands wives all of them from that party I don't get it. These COVID party. What about like the the students? Uh, we heard stories over the last couple of weeks. Weren't college kids having parties, uh, COVID yeah. parties? Like one person's infected and they're having a party to see how many others will get infected. I mean, they're playing it like a game. It's the dumbest freaking thing in the world. All right, guys. Anything else before we shut down podcast episode number thirty three? Town and country is now the epicenter of Tampa Bay COVID. Thanks, Froggy's neighbor. <laughs> yeah, great. Hey, Fester, I, our Skype connection tonight. Uh, I noticed that my mic has a little more crackly than usual, so I don't know if our uh, folks, we apologize if the the quality of this is not up. Well, we're not back in the regular studio because of COVID-19, so obviously the quality is not as good. So I want to thank everyone for being really patient. 
but I think I sounded a little more crackly. My mic is usually crystal clear, and to me it sounds a little more crackly tonight. And you really weren't that funny tonight either, so <laughs> sorry for the crappy audio and the mediocre humor, everybody. You know, what, what, what it really was is you guys sounded way less attracted than me tonight. I think it's what it is. Right, guys. You guys sounded really hot. Uh, folks, tell everyone the MJ Morning Show podcast is back. Go to mjmorningshow.com. That's mjmorningshow.com. All of the details, all of the episodes, all 33 episodes are listed in order. If you scroll down the page, you can listen right on the website. But we encourage you to subscribe to one of the major platforms. Of course, we're on every single major podcast platform. And if you subscribe, you get notified every week when there's a new episode, which is pretty much clockwork. New episodes come out every single Tuesday morning on the MJ Morning Show podcast. And again, all the details, go visit our webpage, mjmorningshow.com. That's mjmorningshow.com. Remember, give me an email, mj at mjmorningshow.com is email. The hotline to leave a voicemail message or a text is 813-467-6290, 813-467-6290 for voicemail or text. And of course, on Twitter, give me a follow, at Todd Schnitt, at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T, and on Instagram, at Certified Todd Schnitt. And you can catch my Instagram lives and me cooking stuff in the kitchen, all kinds of nutty stuff, as Froggy said, yeah. from uh, Hawaiian shave ice to the next thing you know, someone getting uh, cuffed and stuffed in the back of an NYPD police car and me interrogating the the uh, girlfriend in a tight tube top right <laughs> right in the middle of Stealing a Stealing Jolly Ranchers. Yeah, exactly. All right, folks, have a great one. We'll see you back here next week. The MJ Morning Show. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crochelle. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.